welcome to episode 6 of Greetings with Grace. My name is Grace and today I'll be speaking to Kelly Haddington. She is an LLB student at the University of Pretoria and has a burning passion for fitness. She is currently an NPC beginner competitor striving to compete for the pro card in 2022. She has a passion for helping women feel comfortable in their own skin and hopes to take on female gen pop clients from 2022 after completing her nutrition course. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. I wanted to find out how did your fitness journey start? Okay, so my fitness journey started back when I was in primary school. So a bit of background. Um, I'm a twin and I was born extremely, extremely premature. I had a huge nutrition deficiency when I was born. Um, At the time, the doctors gave me a 2% chance of survival. So I was in hospital for a year before I came out while my twin uh, went home. And in the years growing up, I had severe deficiencies in terms of muscle development because of this nutrition deficiency as a fetus. So the first instance was my legs. I would walk, walk, walk and suddenly fall. And the doctors told me I had a deficiency with growth in my muscles and my legs. So that was my quads, my calves, my hamstrings. And with time it got better with courses of medication it got better but the the instance that changed my life was when i was in about grade five grade six i started getting uncontrollable twitches in my eyes and my neck and so i went to a neurosurgeon and it was a neurological disorder with growth stimulation in the right side of my neck so at the time i went on to trial steroid injections it hadn't been approved yet it was still in trial phase and those steroid injections went straight into my neck with that deficiency came rehab and at the time i was i think i was just very depressed overweight i didn't really partake in physical activity because of all these deficiencies and with rehab i started lifting weights very light weights to start strengthening the muscles and that's where i found my passion for fitness i just loved being my best at rehab a place that gave me strength a place that helped me identify who i was and that's when I got a gym membership and I started training around 16, 17. And fitness just grew from there, watching other athletes in the gym. My first competition was in 2019. I took about two years off and competed three weeks ago. Wow, that is really something that's truly amazing. Or something that is going to defeat you, just brought the base out of you. 100%. And it's something that I really am in for the long run. (laughs) I know it's a bit of a gray area because with competing, it's very easy to get sidetracked and you know, you want that to become your main career. But right now it's just a hobby. It's something I enjoy and it's something I want other people to experience. Have you faced any criticism as a woman in the bodybuilding career or as a sport? I have. Um, I love the people in the fitness industry here in South Africa. It is like a family. But unfortunately, when people see that from the outside, I do get a lot of criticism. Uh, I think the number one being steroid use. 
so you know i think it's a personal decision from every person it's on a person-to-person basis whether they choose to use or not and with all my health issues i choose to not obviously be on any peds or anabolic steroids because i i, I medically and physically cannot be on it but a lot of people throw criticism to most women in the fitness industry about steroid use, about looking the way we do on stage, which obviously appears maybe manly to the general eye. But yeah, I think that's been my number one criticism. Other criticism is obviously just looking so sick and underfed, especially in the last three weeks of prep. But that's part of the journey. It's part of standing on stage. So that's the criticism I faced in the fitness industry or with bodybuilding. What would you say to a young girl or the younger version of you who wanted to be to partake in bodybuilding but was afraid of what the people would say? I think I would tell her to to shut the noise out, to find a way to shut the noise out. I think it's something I've learned to do over the years and to just go for it, uh, to just go and be your absolute best because that feeling when you are on stage is a feeling that it cannot be experienced anywhere else. That feeling just brings out a different side of me and I think that's why I can't stop to feel your best and to feel so confident is something I also now want to teach to younger girls whether it's just a gen pop client trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle have a transformation or even step on stage one day there's no better feeling than feeling your absolute best in your own skin yeah that is definitely so true what do you take from the sport and how do you use it to better your life? What do you in, what do you use from it, and what do you take from it? So the number one thing I take from it is the extreme discipline that the sport comes with. It's something that will take away your social life, uh, most friends, because they don't understand why you can't be at social events, why you can't eat and drink at these social events. And I've started using this extreme discipline in other avenues of my life, like studies. I think studies has been the toughest with the COVID-19 pandemic, being online, when you (laughs) have the option to rather sleep in late, you know, so I use that extreme discipline in all areas of my life because I I feel or I find that I function better with the extreme discipline in all areas of my life. Yeah, that is definitely true. And I think consistency also goes a long way. 100% if you're not consistent you will be left behind I always tell myself when it comes to prep or even now in the off season the moment I decide to be lazy or to stop working the person standing next to me on stage in a few months is working Um, and I also do that with my work with my studies when I'm not working someone else is working 10 times harder and I think that's what keeps me going when it comes to consistency yeah definitely so I wanted to find out how are the meal preps like what stages do you take to maintain your your diet so when it comes to competition uh, your diet is still okay far out so my prep was 24 weeks which is an extremely long prep most preps are about between 20 to 16 weeks and it starts pretty relaxed from 20 weeks you know you still have all the carbs you still have all the uh, or a limited amount of sources that you can use which still 
is okay and then when you get to about six weeks out and four weeks out from show day it becomes extremely extremely difficult and that's when prep becomes a mental game it's no more physical it's no more emotional it's purely mental and i think you know we've all seen that quote it's your mind that you have to convince not your body and that quote becomes so prevailingly true in the last I would say six to four weeks or four to six weeks out from show day and then mostly obviously in the last week so I'll give you an idea of what my diet looked like from about six weeks out my coach and I realized that carbohydrates were not really working for my body my body was not dropping fat percentage as fast as it should have and so we switched it up completely and turned my metabolism around by going on to a full-on ketosis diet which I absolutely hate I love the carbs Uh, so it was extremely high fats and that's when my body started responding so I needed to convince myself that this is my life for the next six weeks it was extremely extremely tough you are prepping on fish and asparagus egg whites and cucumber and you're not really eating to enjoy yourself you're just eating to survive to get through the day to get through the cardio sessions and the weight training sessions and that's what it becomes you become big roles for the last four weeks but after the conversation all those treats are definitely worth the restrictiveness that dieting comes with yeah that is definitely true and it's always that your diet plays 80% of your fitness journey 100% so what I like to uh, say is that it's always 100% diet 100% training because the moment you slack it starts to show uh, especially with stage so we have something called peak week which is the week before show day and everything you do they will either make or break your physique on stage because your your physique is so responsive in that time um, so even with the clients I have now I always tell them it's 100% diets, 100% training and when they look at the results I think it speaks for themselves to not slack on either. Definitely. Um what what would you say has been your biggest accomplishment accomplishment in your journey so far? I think this competition was my biggest accomplishment. After I competed in 2019, I didn't plan on taking 2 years off, but I needed to find what I wanted to be in the fitness industry. My first competition, you know, I just did it because really I saw everyone else doing it and I needed to find my position in the fitness industry and what I wanted to do in the fitness industry. And when I competed in Eye Candy, I brought the best physique to to date or my best physique to date uh hearing what the judges had to say about me and you know having to tell them that I actually want to go on to achieve my pro card and compete internationally and the positive feedback and criticism I got from them it showed me that it, it really is possible with the work I do put in so my biggest accomplishment has been this competition and I think I will be obviously competing next year again and try go for the pro card in December. I think it will be December 3rd, 2022. Oh, that's something to look forward to. Um do you have a team that's behind you helping you to prep? Yes, yeah, so for me it's different from every person, but for me I need a big support structure when it comes to competing, comes to prep. It really it helps when you have other people going through the same thing you are. So right now I've got uh my coach is Ron Huisel and he's got a huge team behind him who is amazing support when it comes to prep. So I look forward to competing with them in 2022. What is a typical 
competition week like? What do you have to do to ensure that you look your best on stage? Okay, so typical competition week or peak week, should I say, leading up to the show would entail one <laughs> very not great tasting food. Your carbs are usually at its minimal in this week and then you'll carb up about two to three days before the show so what my peak week looked like was a full-on ketosis diet my first two meals was egg whites cucumber last three meals was fish and asparagus didn't didn't excite me too much and then we start playing with the science of the human body and the human anatomy and the way our cells respond so we start cutting salt out from about three weeks out so all your food is just steamed there's no salt uh, and that starts drying out your body the water starts getting out of your body I did a water drop nothing too extreme I loaded water to about five liters and dropped to 500 moles on the Thursday so with the water drop we're really just drying out the muscles drying out all the water in the body and then the carb up plays a role in filling your glycogen stores again in the muscles making your muscles appear fuller and I think the worst part for me about competition week or prep week is the distilled water. So that's not your normal filter or tap water. You literally have to go to a shop and buy distilled water. It's the only water you can drink during peak week. And that water has been drained of everything. It's usually the type of water they use to clean car batteries and that, that type of thing. And that water makes it a thousand times worse because it drains you so, so much. So I think that is the worst part about competition week and then obviously the best part is show day when you get to eat all the carbs the rice cakes with honey and peanut butter and definitely the bar ones that most athletes eat right before getting onto stage do you always have a cheat meal after the competition or you just stick strictly to your diet so I do, so for me, I let myself really eat what I want for the last two weeks and then you get put onto a reverse diet because I think the biggest thing bodybuilders or fitness competitors face after a show is something called post-comp depression or post-show blues where you know you eat what you want even if it's for two, three days but you appear to be more bloated, your body has salt in it again, has all this water in it and you, you know you're pure soft so i think it's a, a real mental game and it's been a mental struggle for me to see what i looked like two weeks ago versus now and then with the correct guidance and a good coach they will put you on a reverse diet to prevent a rebound to prevent extreme weight gain and to just slowly help your body transition to normality again uh, my body was extremely deprived for about six weeks so it's taken quite a while to transition back to normality but it's just more carbs it's a bit more leniency on uh, a diet if i can call it that but i think with the lifestyle i love 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 routine so for me it's not a problem going back onto reverse diet but yeah <laughs> the transition back to normality is very very mentally challenging you have to be in a specific body fat range to to reach your peak results Yes, 100%. So every category in a bodybuilding competition, uh, right down to the bikini section, has guidelines. And that's how we get judged. So a lot of people have stepped on stage at extremely high fat percentages. And for me, it's an experience for everyone. You know, you don't judge someone who is at their leanest. So you don't judge someone who's got the highest fat percentage on stage. Everyone's there for a reason. Everyone's there for a purpose. And I think the number one reason is to learn, is to learn where you fit in, learn what you need to look like. 
So with my bodybuilding competition, we achieved 8% body fat on the day. Uh, usually the bikini goals are a bit higher in fat percentage because the leaner and drier we are, the more sick and underfed we appear on stage. Where with the bodybuilding guys, it's different. They can drop right down to 2-3% body fat, but still look so full on stage. Um, and our guidelines are regulated by the International Body Corporation of the NPC, so that's what we follow. And yeah, I think <laughs> it's just after show where your body fat will spike right back up. It does take a while, but it will spike right back up and just kind of balance itself again. That's really, truly amazing what the body can accomplish. Um, what are you looking forward to to the next five years? I think the next five years will definitely be, or well, the most crucial thing for me is balancing my law profession with my bodybuilding passion as well uh, but in terms of goals i think it would be to go achieve my pro card to go compete internationally stand against some of the best bikini athletes out there and i think once i've done that i will retire as i said i don't you know really want a career from it but once i've stood on the biggest stage which would definitely be the olympia stage i will retire what would you say to motivate a young girl or a young woman who wants to get into bodybuilding? Well, to first of all do her research. I think in the sport research is the most important thing. You need to know what type of coach to look for, what to expect, and obviously what to expect for you as a person um, with your own body. But I'll t tell a young girl to just go for it. There's no better feeling than just going for it, not listening to anyone and just putting fear aside. Uh, the sport is limitless. You can never reach the top. Even if you place first at the biggest competition, the next year you might pl place last. Um, so this sport, you can never ever reach the top. It's The top is, is non-existent. You are always getting better. You are always evolving. And I think that's what I love most about this sport. Yeah, definitely. And I always say the mind is the battlefield. As long as you can conquer that, you can conquer anything. 100%. Billy, it was so lovely having you on the show today. I wish you all the best with all your future careers and may you be the best version of yourself. Thank you so much. And I, I look forward to speaking again soon when I've hopefully achieved the pro card or something along those lines. Definitely. You will definitely achieve that and greater things. Thank you so much.